Okay. Now, we just decided that Ghost Slinger spent the week partying in the tavern, and she spent two gold partying it up. And Merlin wanted to make some kind of smoke bomb thing in his downtime. So what did what, you, what were you thinking, Merlin? Well, I'm always throwing fire when I have a weapon or a problem with somebody, because fire usually works pretty good. So since I have the ability to breathe fire at least once, I thought I would try mixing some fire with uh, one of these potion bottles that we picked up when we got paid from Mr. White in his White Castle. So what do you want it to do? Well, it's going to be a weapon of some sort. Yeah, but what do you want it to do? I'm getting after <laughs> what you want so that I can try and manipulate it into something that you can do. Cover cover them with smoke that they can't see through? Okay, so you want to be able to make some kind of smoke screen potion. All right, let me see about this. We can hide this. in it. Okay, yeah. Uh, what I'm going to say, because when you were in Brentwood last time, you found that thing, the, the container of lamp oil. You found, I think it was a wet skin full of lamp oil. Yep. Pretty sure you have that in your inventory. So if you remove that from your inventory and replace it with a... Uh, we'll say a potion of smoke screen. You can either smash this bottle, which will explode this lamp oil all over the ground, but you've added some of the herbs from your um, opponent's pouch to make it so that it won't burn. It'll just smolder and make a bunch of black smoke. Black, black smoke. So when you... Break this thing open and hit it with one of your fire bolts. It will just immediately create a 10-foot radius of black smoke. Or it will fill a room with black smoke. Uh, if you poured it out, like, you could make a line and then catch that on fire and you'd create a smoke screen that will say is 30 feet long. Okay, I can use that. Can I use it as one throw or do I have to use two throws? You'd be able to do that within one turn. It'd be like a spell. If you're not writing this down, though, I'm not going to remember what I just told you you made. Oh, I'm, I'm writing it down. I okay. write everything. So, 10-foot radius, or fill a room, or pour it out and then catch it on fire, and you can make a smoke screen that's 30 feet long. Okay. Uh, and it consumes the wet skin of lamp oil that you had. Got and it. Asharis, I rolled some dice for you. You spent your time in Brentwood out hunting and drying meat to make jerky. You made seven rations of jerky and sold the skins for one GP. Seven rations of jerky. So, like, if when you guys are on the road you want to flavor up when you're stopping for the night and going to eat something, you can, like, roll to see if you found any wild plants that you could add in there and make a stew or something out of your jerky. I'm fine with stuff like that, too. For flavoring and flavoring. Because you flavor the story and you flavor the stew. Aha, I'm very funny. So, did anybody have any specific encounters that they wanted to have while they're in white? From, or sorry, Brentwood from uh, from last week. I know of one that I want you guys to have. 
But otherwise, it's up to you who you want to visit. We know now. All right. Any clues? What do you mean clues? Any clues to what you want us to to find? Oh no, I, I have a I have a plan for what what I want you to find, and I'll I'll force you to have it uh, now. But I wanted to know if there was anything else you wanted to do while you're in town before you guys head out. I mean, you guys basically took care of all the stuff that you wanted to get. I'm gonna just go ahead and say you picked up your. Let's see. Let me look through my notes here. Uh, you picked up your grapple. You stayed in the inn the whole week. You have donkeys waiting for you at Audrey's farm with saddles, and she made you guys some new clothes, mostly because you spent a bunch of money and Ghost Slinger stunk and was covered in blood because she didn't want to take a bath. And then Oscar sold you blankets, and he made for you uh, overcloaks. So you've got these cloaks that uh, you commissioned from him. Uh, so that as you go further north and it gets cooler, you'll be able to stay warm and stay out of the weather on the trail. Anybody have any idea what they want their cloaks to look like? Kind of no, looking do. at Ghost Slinger here because... You're the one who likes colors. Yeah. Hmm? Red. So she's got uh, a bunch of multicolored hats and a red red overcloak to go with her ninja outfit. Sounds about right. Hey there, little red riding hood. <laughs> oh my god, you really look good. Alright, so you collected your stuff, and as you were going around collecting your stuff for the week, you go to check in on the two kids that you sent from Brentwood, or from White to Brentwood, with the Pierce family. Because as you're picking up your grapple Merlin, it comes up again that you they dropped them off over at the uh, Farmer Thompson's farm. Yes. When you're headed towards Farmer Thompson's farm, one of the kids spots you, and they come running up in a big hurry to, you know, you know, screams of, Ah, hello! Oh my god, I can't believe you're here! You know, like little kids might do. The little mm -hmm. girl is very excited to see you. And she's, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you! It's so much nicer here! White is a terrible place! I'm so glad we never have to go there again! I don't want to go there again, either. <laughs> They ran us out of town on a rail, practically. And uh, the two of them, these, the the two kids kind of walk with you as you head towards Farmer Thompson's barn, which is where the kids say he is. He's working on a plow. When you come in the door, the kids go running over to him and say, Uncle, 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 these are the, the nice people who helped us get out of white. And he says, well, that's, that's very nice to uh, to see you again. Brave adventurers, thank you so much for saving my uh, my niece and nephew here. They uh, they they sound like they were in quite a pickle over there in white. Just doing a good deed for the day. No, no, that 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 simply won't do. I have to. I must give you some kind of reward. Your your bravery has has done so much good for Brentwood uh, and me personally, my family. Uh, I have to give you something. Uh, I don't I don't have much money, but there, there's bound to be something I can do to help you. Are there are there any herbs that you might need? I know that you magical types are are always looking for some some kind of interesting herbs with your potions and magical whatnot. And Merlin, you look over. Uh, you uh, when he when he mentions herbs, he kind of points 
over uh, over towards the the entry that you just came through to the barn, uh, where on your way in you noticed uh, a small greenhouse. Greenhouse. Hmm. You want to check it out? Let's not all talk at once. Yes, go to the greenhouse. Merlin, are you going to the greenhouse? I am absolutely going to the greenhouse. I'm looking to what I can mix it with. All right, you stop looking and let me tell you some stuff. Okay. Okay. So you go over to the over to the greenhouse and you take a look at at kind of this this wide variety of different types of herbs and stuff that he's got. He's got some sage. He's got some basil. He's got some uh, parsley. You know, various different herbs. Uh, but you notice he's got a a really good sized plant of evermint and evermint leaves that seem to grow well in this area. You know that this is this ingredient is one of the main ingredients that you'll need to remake one of the three potions that you got in white. Mm. Uh, you know that if you boil down the leaves and mix in a couple of other ingredients, some bark of a specific tree and and maybe some some hash, you can make a potion of growth. Like a potion of what? Potion growth? of growth. So like a oh, Mario potion. mushroom? Yes, very much so like a Mario mushroom. So uh, the potion of growth will have the same same effect as a the the spell of growth or uh, it's enlarge. So essentially, you'll be one size one or uh, size larger than your actual size. So if you're a medium creature now, you'll become a large creature, but you won't have to concentrate on it. So it'll have the same uh, same effect as the uh, spell enlarge slash reduce. So you can look that up. Farmer Thompson followed you over to the greenhouse and he's watching you kind of thumb through all of these different things that he's got growing in here. And you stop at the Evermint. Is it ever or pepper? Ever. E-V-E-R. Okay, thank you. Got it. What are you going to do? I'm going to cut the top off of this plant. Take it with me. <laughs> okay, so you go to cut the top off of this Evermint plant. And Farmer Thompson says, "Oh, Evermint! Uh, that's a, a very potent, potent strain of Evermint. That should that should serve you nicely in whatever you intend to do with it. If you dry out the leaves, it'll last for a good long time, and it will uh, add a little bit of pep to any meal that you want to make with it. Mm. I uh, I hope it serves you well. You you got to pop the top off of this this plant. Take a few sprigs of this this this. It's kind of let's say it's a a pretty tall shrub-looking plant." Uh, with big leaves on it. So you go to chop a cup, the, the top off of it, and take, I don't know, something about the size of a small broccoli and put it in your components pouch to, uh, to brew down later into a potion later in the week. Uh, and when you go to open your components pouch and stuff this in, the amulet that's in your components pouch falls out on the ground, the golden amulet. Dun, wow. dun, dun. Watch out for that. <laughs> so he needs to put the the amulet. So, Asharis, you notice that this the golden amulet fell out of his pouch. It's the first time you've seen it since Merlin took it when you guys shattered the jewel in it in the crypt. And Ghost Slinger, you notice that it looks different than the last time that you saw it in the crypt. Mm, okay. It seems to be brighter color for some reason. 
Ghostlinger. Hmm. What are you gonna do? I'm saying nothing. What? Okay. You say nothing. Asharis, you saw it fall out on the floor. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna pick it up. Okay. You pick up this amulet, and as you look it over, you realize that the gem that you shattered and should be in a million pieces has started to grow back into the setting on the amulet. You see a thin, dark crystal stretched out between each one of the golden claws where it was set in before. And it's opaque, you can't see anything through it, it's not glowing, it doesn't look magical, but it definitely draws your eye that you know that that broke. Does that mean the darkness is coming back? I saw her lips move, but I didn't hear her say anything. She said, can I wear it? What do you say? What do you, what does who say? Ghostslinger just asked to wear the creepy magic pendant. Oh, no, we're not putting... No. I'm not going to be messing with no dark magics. Ghostslinger, what do you do? You can totally just be like, ah, oh, come on, and like, try to pocket it. I mean, it looks cool. So why can't I have it? It's dangerous. Dangerous. Do I need a history check or something to know if it's dangerous? You know what it did the last time it had an amulet, or it had a gem in it. So, however you feel about it is how you feel about it. Could we reshatter it? You could try. And a dark magic grows back. I mean, this thing is unkillable. That's why I want to wear it. What's going to happen to you? Become immortal. She's Become wearing a red cape. She's already wearing a red cape. Do you, do you ask Merlin about it? Yes. Ask Merlin about it. Is it dangerous? Merlin, she I just uh, she came over and she picked up this amulet off the floor and she's showing it to you. It looks like the same one we broke at a previous engagement in the crypt. You know that you haven't taken it out of your component's pouch. This is the first time it's come out, and you don't know why the gem in it seems to be growing back. That could be dangerous. It's a good thing we it fell out of my bag. So you're you you know you didn't cause it to grow back is really what I'm I'm trying to say. Like you haven't been no. doing experiments on it or trying to do anything with it I'm in just, your downtime. Yeah, this time has passed. Hmm. What shall we do about this? Is it sucking the life out of you? No, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, you don't feel any different, Merlin. I wonder if it has any powers that we could use. That's why I want to But it's evil. It doesn't matter. So you said something about trying to shatter it again. Do you, yeah. uh, do you want to try that? Mm -hmm. I suppose it's a pointless endeavor, though, if it's just to grow back. It took a lot to kill it the first time. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it has the power to pull the ghosts out of the ground or the spirits back from the dead. Mm. So, Merlin, Asharis asks you if it's tr uh, draining the life from you or anything like that, and you don't feel any different, you don't think it is, but you consider that it might be wise to let someone else carry it for a while. Let's just in, a, just uh, in case. The Hobbit Ring. Let's do a check. What do you call it? The Precious. Let's do a check and roll some dice. Okay. Let's check for uh, magical. Let's check for... Uh, what's the other thing I got checked here? See if we can see anything on history. Okay. Merlin, you take this uh, this amulet from 
Asharis, who has pointed out that the, the crystal is growing back in it, and she's asked if it's draining the life from you or, or what's going on with it, and you don't particularly know, but when you take it from her, the three of you guys leave the greenhouse where you are, and you, you say your thank yous to Farmer Thompson Uncle. and and the two kids, and you head back into town, you don't necessarily want everybody staring at this thing. I know you guys have been secretive about it before. And you find your way to where there's no one around. You're off on a, in a secluded part of town, and you find a, a big rock. And oh, no. you, you, wail, you whack this thing on the rock. And when you do, it doesn't, the stone doesn't break. Even though it's thin and looks frail, and you should be able to break it, it doesn't break. And when you look at it closer, you don't see any kind of damage to it. There's no scuffing. There's no marking it. It appears completely unfazed by you whacking it on this rock. And you know that some magical artifacts are very difficult to break. Think for us, Lord of the Rings, you can't break the ring except for in the fires where it was forged. So you know it's going to take something beyond just hitting it to break it. You may have to find a means of destroying this thing. Do you want to try and destroy it? I don't think I want to sell it to anybody. Mm -mm. It's getting its energy from somewhere. Maybe it is taking some energy from me. Don't you wish you had one of those potato chips, Derek? Oh, <laughs> watching them eat. It's a french fry. The waffle fries. Ghostslinger, Merlin has just said, maybe it's a good idea if somebody else carries it. What are you going to do? I want it. So what do you do? Take it. So Ghostslinger runs up to Merlin, and she she takes the amulet from you, and she says, Tis mine now, good sir. No. That's right. not exactly what I was going for. I was going for, well, I'll volunteer to carry it, because I think... It would be cool for me, but you don't say the part where you think it's cool for you because you're trying to convince them that it's good for you to carry it. But all right, she says, it's mine now. And <laughs> what does what Asharis do? I don't know if I want you to have it. I don't know if I want you to have it. I mean, are you going to be all like, the precious, the precious? No. She can carry it for a while. We'll, we'll check it in 30 hours or something. Okay. It's getting its energy somewhere. Just put it away. Ghostslinger, what do you do with it? I have to know. It's important. What do you do with it now that they've agreed to let you carry it for a while? Put it away. Where do you put it away at? In my pocket. Okay, so you put it in your pocket, and you agree to carry it for a while. And the other two of you are going to watch her and see if anything weird happens. Hmm. You're the guinea pig. <laughs> we don't have a pouch she can put it in. I don't, it might fall out of her pocket. I've got this leather pouch I can put it in and give it to her. You put that in your pocket and it won't fall out so easy. Okay. That's hmm. what you do then. Okay, we've done we've done that. Put so it in the pouch, put let's, it in your pocket. Ghostslinger, do you do what Marilyn says? I don't want to lose it, so yes. Okay, good. So, it's still fairly early in the week. Merlin, you have time with the rest of the week, besides also trying to craft your uh, your smoke bomb potion. You have some time to go ahead and also try to 
brew up this potion of growth. You go out into the woods surrounding Brentwood, hunting for the particular kind of bark that you need to mix with in with this potion and some particular beetle husks that you need to mix in with this potion. And you manage to find those things and you get out your, I don't know if you have an alchemy kit, potion kit. Maybe you do. You have a medicine kit. That's probably close enough to do what you need to do. And you mix up you mix up this potion and you have something that when you when you kind of swirl it around in the bottle it it matches what you think it should look like and you're pretty confident that it it's going to 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 work. So it's terrifying. It certainly smells correct. Okay. You do that. Asharas, you sell some skins to Oscar from your hunts, you you dry out this this jerky that you're trying to make, and Ghost Slinger, you're in the tavern, kind of partying it up all week. Boozing. Maybe you're not looking forward to going back out on the road, especially for as long a trip as you know this is going to be. It's going to be a pretty long time out of town. Just hanging out with these two. So, you're going to be, you know, not able to be social and hang out with all these new people that you've met in town. But the, the days go by, and eventually the morning comes when you have to eat your last big breakfast in, in Brentwood and, and head out. Get about second breakfast. <laughs> and Merlin, the morning that you're, you're waking up to, to head out of town, you hear a familiar voice in your head that you haven't heard for a few days. You thought maybe you were done with, uh, with messages. It has been so long since you'd heard from this same deep warm voice that you've heard a few times before and the message that you hear is a white unicorn with a rainbow horn came to visit me in a dream he said that you can free me from these vile orcs you get that same familiar fuzzy feeling in the back of your head that you can respond and ask a question or just say whatever you want you have 25 words and for your benefit, I will remind you what you asked last time. You asked, is it safe? How can we trust you? Hmm. Was there a response to that? Yes, you just got it. We also wanted to know if, oh, because what, we the what would be the best direction to get into the mountain. I didn't have that written down. Uh, you asked him that last time. Well, the previous time you were told that a kobold will meet you. Yeah, we're going to directions from the... Drag. So the unicorn has told us makes it safe. So depending, I still don't exactly know how you've been communicating with the others, what you're, where you're getting your instructions from or who you're going to visit. But I know you communicated a little bit with them last time. Do you tell them, like, how do you handle this? You wake up in the morning and you receive a telepathic message in your brain and you know you can respond when you want to. So you can talk it over with your party. How do how do you react when you hear this voice in your head? Like, how do you handle this? Oh my God, Asharis, here it is again. This voice in my head. <laughs> they still want me to come to this mountain, demons, to rescue somebody, and there's a supposedly a white unicorn with a horn on its head. Possession. That's we should go normal. see this. We should go see this, and you you're good with animals, and maybe you can steal it away. What? <laughs> That's shining armor. We saw him in the Feywild. Ah. Shall we take a road trip? Yep. We'll set off. 
What should we tell them? We've done about everything we can do at Brentwood, so we should we should leave. So tomorrow morning, what time is it now? Do you think? I think it's this morning. Yeah, it's this morning. Oh, You're this head- morning. Yeah, I just woke up. So let's let's uh, spur of the moment. Throw our gear together. I'm going to take my uh, my bark, my uh, Beetlejuice, and my Evermint. Throw it in a bag, and we're going to take off. Oh no! You already made your potion. I put it all together in this bag. Okay. So you haven't made your potion yet? It's all together in this. I'm just telling you what the ingredients were. Oh, okay. So you had some leftovers, maybe. Beetlejuice was a little interesting. (laughs) All right. So you guys, you just woke up. Are you going to have a nice big breakfast and then head out? Or have you been planning this and you're just going to eat light and hit the trail? Eat light and go. Oh, we have to stop and pick our horses up. You can if you want, or you can say that you, because today was the day you were going to leave, you can have set them in the stables right next to the inn. It's up to you. Okay. All right. Let's just get on the horses and take off then. I'll go saddle the horses. All right. So Merlin heads out and he's going to go get the horses saddled up ready for the rest of you. Ghost Slinger, what are you going to do on this morning that you're meant to head out? Do you get up bright and early or did you stay up all night the night before partying it up, not wanting to leave? I don't want to leave, so... <laughs> okay, uh, roll me a constitution check. No. I don't have the phone yet, okay? All I have is this computer. Here's your dice roller. I don't have one. But here, just change it. You know, if you keep taking all the good dice rolls, your mom's going to keep getting all the ones and twos, right? Yeah, so I got an 18. Oh my gosh. You've never rolled lower than a 17. Kid needs to go to Vegas. So even though you stayed up way past bedtime and you drank probably a little too much wine and a little too much mead and you sang and you danced until two in the morning, you're okay. You wake up in the morning and you kind of stretch out your bones and you say, oh, all right. And you're you're up. Are you going to get your stuff together, or are you just going to lay there? I guess I'm going to get my stuff together. As the Sharas and, and Ghost Slinger get the, the gear together, you've got your blankets, you've got your, your uh, makeshift saddlebags that the nice lady at the farm made for you, and the Sharas you're wearing, or Ghost Slinger you're wearing, your new clothes that were put together for you, over t- or underneath your fancy ninja armor. You guys get ready to go. And you head out of town, headed north, on a different trail than you've been on before. The road isn't in much better condition than the old road that you took to White. The forest is thick as you leave Brentwood, and the light falls through the gaps in the tree canopy like rays of golden honey. You can easily see the wayposts that mark out the path through the forest. The morning breeze is chill and blowing in from the south. The path is full of twists and turns that your donkeys make easy work of. The gravel that started off fairly plentiful near town fades away a couple hours into the ride, and the trail is now little more than twigs and mud at your donkey's hooves. The day progresses slowly, and the sun goes overhead as you watch the rays of sunshine coming through the trees slowly change direction until they stop poking through the canopy completely. 
The forest is thinning now. The tree trunks are not as thick as they were when you started out this morning. It shouldn't be long before you break out into the lands north of the forest edge. It's going to be a long trip, but your donkeys seem like they like you, and the trail today was fairly easy. You get a sense that it may not be that tough a trail to make your way to Scale Ridge. Uh, as you look overhead and you can see the color of the sky starting to change, you feel like it's growing late, and it may be time to start looking for a place to camp for the night. So what do you guys look for in a campsite at this northern edge of the forest? What? My owl is flying overhead, right? Sure. He's been keeping an eye out all day, and so far he's reported a couple of bunny rabbits, some squirrels, some small birds, nothing that threatens you, no large animals, not like when the wolves attacked. Ooh. Is there a good place to make a fire, I wonder? So... The trail here is pretty similar to the trail that you came in on the old road. There's some, some cutouts to the side where people have probably camped in the past. There's these waystones that are marked with the Brentwood family crest. There's twigs and branches and some underbrush on either side of the, of the trail. The forest isn't totally flat. There's some kind of up parts where there's like a hill in the woods and then there's some lower valley kind of areas. Maybe a couple of small streams going through. Mm. Well, let's pick one near a stream then because our donkeys can drink. Okay, so you guys travel on for a little while and, and you manage to find a, a small, small kind of... Uh, you don't find a, a stream, but you find a small pond that looks like it's pretty good. The water doesn't seem like it's uh, it's turned. It looks like it's fed from somewhere not too far away. And you guys set up camp for the night. Is there a place for a hammock? Forest is full of trees. All right, we've got to have a hammock for the young'un. Those things are always good, then. <laughs> Three hammocks. Three hammocks. <laughs> She's pretty good at shinnying up those trees. Okay, so it's been a few days since... A ghost slinger started carrying the amulet. And you guys haven't noticed anything particularly unusual. She hasn't changed any. Her, atti her attitude seems about ghost slinger-ish. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it's adversely affected her. Do you have, you... have you done anything with the knowledge that it's growing back? Have you changed the way your daily routine goes? Ghost slinger, have you been looking at it? Like, what have you what have you been thinking about this thing that appears to be doing something weird? It's cool, and I need it in my life. <laughs> hmm. So have you been doing anything with it, or do you just need it in your life? Just need it in me. Okay, so as you guys make camp, kind of describe for me how you set up camp for the night. We gather the firewood, and... Sing me a song. Put out the bedrolls. Put a few rocks around the fire. Mm -hmm. Make the firing. I can throw some fire on it and just snap my fingers. And try to find a flat place to sleep. Okay, sounds good. Somewhere that doesn't have a whole bunch of twigs and rocks underneath you. Somewhere with a little mm -hmm. bit softer ground to lay on. Do you do anything special for dinner or are you just going to eat at your the food you have? Did you spend any time today to catch something fresh, or...? Yes. Who said yes? My owl brought in a rat. 
Okay. Okay. So uh, Archimedes brought you a rat earlier today. It's still fresh, and you get the fire going, and you start grilling up this rat on the open fire. <laughs> yep, just like in the in the in the movie. On a stick. On a three giant. <laughs> the three giants in. Mm-hmm. So you grill up dinner, and it. It's gotten late. The sky overhead that you can see through the forest canopy has uh, has turned to a kind of deep, deep blue, and you start to maybe see a couple of speckles of stars overhead. Any plans for how you're going to handle the watch? I think we should still have we should still have a watch. I think. You know, you're not terribly far from town, but you've been attacked by animals in this woods before. Probably not a terrible idea. I'll take the first watch. So, does that mean Asharis and Ghost Slinger go to bed? Mm-hmm. Sure. Ghost Slinger? Mm. I need confirmation from you. Yes. Okay. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> it doesn't sound good, right? <laughs> Another one. Ghost Slinger, your eyes snap open. Oh, God, not again. You hear laughter. Ha 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 ha! Ha ha ha! Ghost Slinger! I can't believe you! You had it this whole time! I searched this whole forest, looking for it, and now you march back to Brentwood carrying it with you! What do you do, Ghost Slinger? Well, isn't this nice? You're a spoopy man. As you look over the edge of your hammock, you look down towards the fireside where your friends are sleeping. Except for Merlin, who stood stark upright, staring straight at him. You see Zabuza, and he's holding the amulet that you had in your pocket just a moment ago. I'm going to restore her power, and she'll be even stronger than before. I, Zabuza, will complete the bridge between the planes. You can't stop me! Uh Uh-oh. Oh, wow. What are you gonna do? Um, Somebody wake up Asharis. Asharis, roll a constitution check. See if you sleep like a log. Just don't roll a one and you'll be awake. Ten! That's fine. You wake up at the sound of the laughter. So what do you do, Ghost Slinger? This ball is in your court. Make haste, child. You can't let it get away from you. Yeah, what do you say to him? He just stole the thing that you want. I want that, and you just stole my thing! It'll be against us later. We must get it back. Zabuza looks at you, Merlin, and he says, If you want it back, you'll have to come get it! And he starts to run. Let's play a bit of tag, guys. What do you do, Ghost Slinger? We're gonna play tag. Okay, what do you do? How do you try and slow him down? Well, I could use the ice knife, but that hasn't done very well in the past. The ice knife, I think, what, it guarantees that it'll do some damage to him? Yeah. Probably not a bad idea. Ghost Slinger. Try, try my grappling hook on this rope. Go chase him down. Oh, it's called tag, not chase somebody down for an eternity. 
Okay, Ghostslinger, well, you're the only you're the only one I'm giving the ability to do a thing before we roll initiative. Whatever thing you want to do, you can do it. Okay, roll for your ice knife. Eighteen. Of course. Eighteen. It is. Of course it is. <laughs> All right. What do you yell after him as this ice knife darts from your hammock straight at his back? Ayo, bro, how's it going? And it slams oh into God. his back. <laughs> and he goes flailing forward and loses his footing and falls over. How does the damage for your ice knife work? Uh, the target takes 1d10 piercing damage, hit or miss. Okay, so it's 1d10 damage. Should I roll for that? Or is uh, Jessica going to roll for that? Five. All right, does five damages. And then it says the target and each creature within five feet of the point where the ice exploded must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. What's her spell spell save DC? 13. He rolled a 13. Just barely. We'll say... Uh, let's say it does 1d6, because it's so close. So throw an extra d6 on there. Four. So he takes nine damage, and you see the spot where the knife hit him start to kind of spider out with ice on his back. He's just barely at the edge of your vision, uh, running off into the dark, and you've definitely slowed him down. So everybody roll initiative. So does he get extra damage from it exploding? Uh, yeah, he took the extra d6 damage from it exploding. What's Merlin's initiative bonus? Mm. What are we rolling? Rolling initiative. D20. Plus your initiative modifier. Woohoo! What's my initiative? Ah, I got a 9. Plus 5. So, 14. Also got a 14. And then a 14 for the Ghost Slinger. So, who goes first? Oh, just barely. Who has the higher dex modifier between uh, Ghost Slinger and Asharis? Me. You are laying in bed. And there is all of a sudden an evil man at your campsite. What are you going to do? It, he's just been stabbed in the back with an ice knife. Can I get to him? Your speed is going to be halved because you have to stand up since you were asleep. And <laughs> you may or may not be sleeping with all of your gear handy. So you might have to have a moment to get your gear. I'll give you one sword if you run after him now. Or you can get both swords if you don't run after him and you just stand up and start grabbing your stuff. Hmm. Should I shoot him with an arrow? You could do that too. Okay. Marilyn, what's your initiative modifier? First page, by your health. One. Okay. That's funny. You all rolled exactly the same thing for initiative. You all rolled 14. That's crazy. <laughs> Amazing. We're team. Yahtzee. Alright, I guess... Well, if I can have one sword, can it be the long sword or no? Yeah. Alright, we'll long sword him to death. Ha-cha! So your speed is halved. And I'm going to say he got 
let's see, he ran, and then he got shot. So let's say he's about 30 feet from you. Oh, no. And you can only go half, so you're 15 feet behind him with a longsword drawn. Ghost Slinger, what are you going to do? It's your turn. You've seen Asharis bolt up out of bed. She's half naked, running after this man with a longsword. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh my god. <clears throat> oh my god. Run, bow rest, run. You're gonna run too? I guess. And are you gonna try to attack him? I mean, she. She has a thing that she can run fast, doesn't she? Because she's a sneaky, sneaky thief. Stealth? Now, I'm pretty sure she has an ability where she can, for free on her turn, get a bonus dash. So she can run her 30 and then run 30 again so uh, for her to get down out of the tree and run she could go 45 feet so she could catch up to him and still attack okay okay you gonna do it yes so ghost slinger flips down out of her hammock lands gracefully with a flurry of her arms and runs straight after zabuza what are you gonna attack him with Okay, go after him with your sword. Roll me an attack. But then you can hit him with both hands. Well, then I'll have both. Everyone dual wield? I mean... Yeah, yeah, there's no reason why you can't. You have two hands. Two hands. Two attack. Two chances to hit him. I think that's a good idea, don't you? Two chances to murder him. Exactly. Three. She rolled a three? What do you yell at Zabuza? As he rolls out of the way of your first strike. Bro, what the heck, man? <laughs> and he looks back up at you with hatred in his eyes and he says, Yo, I gotta do what I gotta do. And then you take your second strike at him. Aren't you glad you dual wielded now? <laughs> twelve. <laughs> uh, a twelve. Uh, plus, is that including her attack modifier? Who is the attack modifier? Oh, plus the attack bonus? Uh, it would be her dexterity? Because she's using short swords? Short swords. Three, so fifteen. Fifteen. You go to stab at him, and where the ice on his armor has kind of hardened up, you stab in, but it doesn't go through the ice. And he kind of laughs at you. He says, ha! As if you will ever damage me. And it's Merlin's turn. Merlin, what are you going to do? Ghost Slinger is oh, fighting funny. her arch nemesis across the field. Yes, I'm pretty far away, though. Am I within 30 feet? You are within 30 feet. He was about 30 feet from your campsite. I can set him on fire with my, without my glasses, I'd say magic <coughs> missile. Okay. Uh, you're throwing some magic missiles at him. Well, he just made fun yep. of her for not being able to hit him, but magic missiles don't miss. Yep. Eleven. Ghost Slinger, as you're stabbing at this man on the ground, suddenly three magical darts of glowing green energy come streaking across the, uh, the, the, the path that you guys were running down, and they slam into him, and he goes, ah, as he takes eleven points of damage. Ooh. Awesome. And it is Zabuza's turn. Uh-oh. Oh, God. He gets a turn? Zabuza... Rolls over twice more, kicking your sword out of the way as you stabbed at him. And he leaps to his feet, and he looks at you, and he says, 
You'll never get this trinket back. Uh, let's see. What does he do? <laughs> Besides that. <laughs> he pulls out a katana in one hand and he stabs at you. He thrusts it towards you. Oh, no. no. Oh, boy. That's that's a big number. Does a 23 break your, beat your armor class? Obviously. <laughs> so, he stabs forward at you with this, this katana and it pierces through your armor and pokes you in the upper shoulder. And you take nine damage and have to take a constitution saving throw. What does that mean? You have to roll a d20 plus your con modifier and roll a 14 or better. 15. Did you say 15? Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Ghost Slinger, as this sword pierces your armor and goes through your skin, you hear a disconcerting ringing sound that goes not just through your ears, but through your entire body, radiating out from where it pierced you. And just before it dazes you, you shake it off, and you like your hatred for this man drives you onward. But as you're trying to break the sound, he stabs at you again! With this katana slashing down across your body, but your armor prevents it from piercing you again. Asharis, it's your turn. You're 15 feet away. I can make it there, finally. <laughs> join me! I can join you! Join me in murdering! With the long sword. I'm gonna bet that this is the shiny. Alright, I run up with my long sword and attack him! I wanted to pause for one moment. Ghost Slinger, do you say that? No. Okay, never mind. Okay, you run up on him and you attack him. You swipe at him with your long sword. Do you want me to say that? I don't know. Do you want to say that? Sure. So does that mean you say that? Yes. Okay, fellow adventurers. She said, I bet this is the shiny. And now, Asharis, you swipe oh. at him with your long sword. <laughs> wow. What's the shiny? You remember what that one dude? The one dude? The guy that we had to murder. We had to murder somebody? <laughs> yes. He was a goblin. In the cave. The cave cave captain, oh, whatever his name was. And he was talking about a shiny? Yes. Yeah, they were talking about the shiny then. Hmm. But we never knew what it was. What is your attack roll, Asharis? Eighteen! You're stealing my good things. So Sorry. as Ghost Slinger says, I'll bet this is the shiny, I'll bet this is what that goblin was after. Asharis comes running past, he goes, Whap! With her longsword right across his ninja armor, and you said it's an 18. You pierce right through that armor, make taking a big chunk out of it. Roll it for damage. Roll for damage. Oh, D10, I believe. Nine. So you, Not oh, wait, it's nine plus your strength modifier. What's my strength modifier? One. Okay, so that's 10. You guys are uh, doing some damage to this guy. After Asharis' turn, it's Ghost Slinger. And Ghost Slinger, as Asharis comes through and swipes across his torso with, uh, with her sword, and he doesn't block it, you see in his non-fighting hand, you see the amulet dangling from its chain. And you have an opportunity to reach out and take it. I'm gonna try and take this thing again. Okay, roll an attack roll. D20? <laughs> Give me my D20. 14. 14 plus your attack modifier. So her dexterity. What is that, 3? Three? 3. Ghost Slinger, you... What are you attacking with? Short swords? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
you attack with your short sword, you go to stab at him, and he sees you coming, and he goes to nimbly dodge out of the way, and just before you do, he realizes what you were after. You weren't after hitting him at all. You pierce through the chain with your sword and pull back, taking the amulet with you. What do you say? Hey, I'm bro, still good! No! You can't have that! That's mine! Merlin, it's your turn. Oh, wait, actually, no, you still have a move action. What do you want to do? Do you want to run with it? Yes, I gotta run away. Okay, so you go to run away, which invokes an attack of opportunity. So as you go to leave, he swipes after you, feebly, just missing in his rage as you dart back towards the- Well, actually, do you dart towards the campfire or do you head into the darkness? Darkness. As you dart from the trail into the woods. Merlin, it's your turn. He, he can see in the dark anyway, right? Pretty much. You don't know if he sees <laughs> in the dark, but hes you've only seen him in the dark. He says, I want to take all my rope and tie this guy round and around his arms and legs and completely tie him up so he can't move. He is and wielding a katana. We're going to torture him as soon as we get him to the <laughs> Okay, so describe, describe for me how you attempt to, as a mage, a wizard, tie this guy up. I'm going to use my magic hands. Okay, it's a good start. And throw the rope around him. And do I have brain power over him? I can talk to his brain and give him a message to turn and spin. Uh, okay. So, you take, Merlin, you take the rope from your pack and summon in a magic hand that floats in the air. The magic hand grabs the rope and darts out towards him with the intention of wrapping him up. And as you do, you deliver a whisper to his ear that says, turn and spin. Yes. Oh, holy mackerel. Those aren't the droids you're looking for. What happens... <laughs> is he turns to you and says, no! <laughs> but as he turns to you and says, no, the magic hand slips past him completely unnoticed and twists around his feet a couple times. You have him grappled. He's yes. not tied up, but he is grappled, which means he won't be able to move next turn unless he can break free. It is Zabuza's turn. So as he goes to take a step, he realizes that his feet are trapped and he cannot move. So he takes his sword, he starts hacking at this rope in an attempt to break free. Ooh, um, this might be a test. He rolled a 10. I don't know what the strength of rope is. Hold a second. One moment, please. Yes, this it's, is one of those things where I might have to pause. It's marijuana bit. rope. It's hemp rope. Hemp rope like you have on a ship. They hey, what did I... Regular rope. A long time ago, Asharis, you bought manacles that I said had rope or something involved. What did I say the DC was on those? Fifteen. Fifteen? It seems to me like a ten really shouldn't be good enough to break rope. That's an average human. He can't move. Mm. So... In his frustration, he's expended his first attack, whacking away at this rope, and he can't seem to get through it. So instead, he turns and he looks at Asharis, and he says, Well, I've still got you, and he stabs at you with the katana. 
He wants to murder at least one and of us. And he's so flustered that he completely misses as you jump back out of the way. Hmm. Asharis, it's your turn. We have to get him on the ground. We gotta find out why he wants this ambulance so much. Well, is where is he now? He's standing next to you. Uh, yeah, Ghost, Ghost Slinger disappeared into the woods uh, with her run, and Merlin tied up his feet in this rope. He's kind of got him stuck. So, what if I just pull on the rope that's around his feet? Okay. You'll have to give me a successful strength check. He's gonna fall down, though, right? Yep. Is that a good He's got the grappling hook on the end of it. I guess. Ghost Slinger, come back! So, I'm sending a mine. This is a contested strength check. I rolled a nine for Zabuza since he has disadvantage for being tied up. What did you roll, Ashara? Thirteen. You grab a hold of this rope and you yank it real good, and he goes toppling over with a. Ooh, ah, ah, <laughs> slammed to the ground. Ghostslinger, it's your turn. When you dashed, did when you ran into the woods, did you take your bonus action to dash again, or did you take your bonus action to hide in the woods? Hide. Okay, so you're 30 feet away and hidden in the darkness. What do you do now as you look back at Asharis and Merlin fighting this guy? They've got him knocked over on the ground. You guys can handle him. He is oh, from huge. your rival ninja village. This ain't no schoolyard. This is a whole town, man. It, it, so you're saying it's more important to hide the thing than it is to uh, to enact vengeance upon Zabuza? I don't really care about vengeance. Okay. So are you going to stay hidden then? Yes. All right. You say stay hidden. Merlin, it's your turn. Okay. Zabua, why do you want the ambulance so much? What power does it possess? Why, I've already... Tell me, th Actually, tell me these things and I will let you go. Well, I've already let slip, so there's no harm in it now. I need the ambulance so that I can complete the bridge between the planes. Like the planes, the... 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 the, the ghost... The Feywild, the other things... Are you shouting from in the woods, hidden? No. <laughs> so what were you, you saying, Asharis? The uh, the ghost, the ghost plane, and the the here, or well, obviously the planes of existence. What other planes would I be talking about? Open planes. Open planes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course, open planes. But no, I will use that amulet and the other artifacts in order to. Breach the very fabric of existence, and I shall bring the evil overlords to us. This man is insane. You, yeah, that's. Are you nuts? <laughs> You're gonna kill us all. I still hear Ghost Slinger yelling from in the woods. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, I'll shush. Um, See, she won't talk the entire time that I'm trying to make her talk. The minute she's hiding in the woods and it's supposed to be quiet, I'm yelling across the field! <laughs> yes, oh so God. that you know where I am, bad guy! Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Sorry, so... I'm not crazy! 
I am but a humble servant of my master. I wonder who that is. Oh, I'm sure you do, Spectre in the Woods. (laughs) Merlin, I'll allow you one more thing with your turn, if you would like. I will free you if you'll tell us who your master is. Ah, good! I've had enough of this! Shadow Clone Jutsu! And he pops! And all you have tied up in your rope is a log of wood. And now no. there, is, there is no sign of him anywhere. No. Look what you did. He escaped again. No answer. He's just gone. Not without damage. He got he got hurt in this one. Ghostslinger, from your hiding spot where you've been quietly yelling things across the field, as he disappears, you hear, I will have that jewel. Look, he's stalking me! You better put that jewel someplace safe. Only she heard that. No one else. So, stricken from the records then. As the fight ends, and you guys can't seem to find him, Ghost Slinger is also gone, so you're not 100% sure if he is still after her. What do you do? We better gather our thoughts, get back to the fire, try to think this thing through. Well, you don't. We should go find her. Ghost Slinger, you hear Merlin calling out after you. Coming through the woods. The spooky woods. Holler for Ghost Slinger. Asharis. Yes. What do you do after the fight is over and you don't know if Zabuza is still after Ghost Slinger or if he's just gone for good? Ghost Slinger! Ghost Slinger! Spooky Woods! Come to us. Come to us. Come to the fire. Are you hurt? Come come to the light. (laughs) Some sort of ritual cry. You have to wear the ambulance around her neck. That means she should wear it? Well, you can't just leave it so he can grab it again. We were lucky to get with that one, so let's let's do something special. Mm. First off, let's look at the darn thing and see how big it is now. Well, first off, did she ever come back to the group? No. I'm waiting to find Jessica. You're going to have to find me. This is now hide and seek. Whoops. She yells from the woods, you'll have to find me, I'm playing hide and seek! Oh my god. There's a there's a madman on the loose, get your butt in here. No! We need to look at the ambulance, no! She sounds like Spongebob, no! No! <laughs> Alright, so, she's refusing to come back to the campfire, what do, what do you guys do? Alright, well, I'm going to bed! Okay, good night. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'll see you in the morning. No, you won't. I'm the ultimate hide-and-seek master. As you are yelling back and forth, Ghost Slinger, behind you, you hear, a from your hiding spot, you hear a rustling in the leaves nearby. Okay, never mind, run away! So Ghost Slinger comes lightning quick, running back into camp. Hmm. What do you guys do? Welcome. All right. Welcome back. Let's look at the ambulance. No. Let's just take a look at it and see what's going on with it. See if it's any different. 
Can you draw it, Ghost Slinger? Can you what? Can you draw the ambulance? Oh, like, draw it out? Maybe. Draw on a piece of paper so we can see the pro- progress. I mean, I don't really have any paper. Mm. Oh, you always have paper. You're always drawing. Every time we play a game, you're drawing. Don't you? (laughs) The time we need you to actually draw something, you don't have any paper? I've been on my computer this whole time. Oh, no. No wonder you can't concentrate. (laughs) No, I'm still doing the stuff, at least. Well, we need a piece of paper so you can draw the... Well, can you tell us about the ambulance, what it looks like? It's an ambulance. (laughs) It's not an ambulance. Is it any bigger? So, Ghostslinger, have you put your swords away? Yes. Okay, so what have you done with the amulet? Do you still have the amulet in your hand? Are you looking at it, or have you hidden it away already? It's gone already. Where did you hide it? In my pocket. (laughs) Okay, so you've hidden the amulet in your pocket. Did you look at it before you hid it in your pocket? No. Okay. When did you hide it in your pocket? Before they saw where you had it? Yes. Okay. So, what do you tell them you've done with it? It's gone. It's in the trash. (laughs) Okay. Roll me a... In fact, I'm not even going to let you... uh, I'm not going to do that. Do either of you buy her excuse? (laughs) No. Okay. No. Roll me an insight check. Ten. Okay, neither of you buy her excuse. We need to look at it to see if it's grown any. If it's growing, we're in a make haste. We must get to the the next destination. Find out what the power of this amulet is. We already know. We need to control it then. We need some way of controlling it. Use it to our benefit. Merlin. Or figure out how to destroy it again. Yes. You you feel like there is no way to turn this evil amulet to your side. Your initial impression when you saw it the first time was to destroy it, and you feel the same now. All the more so since it is so hard to destroy. So, shall we set it on a rock and use it for target practice? Oh. <laughs> We don't have any guns. Oh, wait, yeah, we don't have guns. I'm sorry. No, but we do have uh, lightning bolts. We have fire. We have... Uh, how did we cream. kill it last time? We all kept taking shots at it. That's true. Bloop. 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 Fire bolts, magic missiles, thunder so, wave. So, Ghost Slinger, I'm not going to make you give it up. Do you wish to let them try and destroy it? No. Okay. She doesn't want to give it up. It's up to you guys whether you keep pestering her about it or let it be. Let it be. It's going to bite us in the ass later, but we'll let her be. And you tell her that? I'm telling her now. Okay. Ghostslinger, what do you say when Merlin, the wise and learned Merlin, tells you that it's going to bite you in the ass later? (laughs) (laughs) Right through your hammock. Through the hammock, Jessica. <laughs> I'm still on the butt, not the buttocks. Through the buttocks. I'm gonna keep it even more so now because of those words. So you you're going to keep it safe? Yes. All right. Keep it secret to keep it safe. 
Merlin, your watch was just about over when when Zabuza came through the camp. So it's up to you guys how you go from here. Who's going to take watch or what's going to happen? Ghostslinger, do you want to volunteer to take the next watch since your arch nemesis is the one stalking the ki- the village, the camp? And you refuse to let us see the amulet? Sure, I'll repay you at least one thing. That's a fair point. How do you guys know for sure that he didn't get it? We have her word. We saw her take it away from him. She took it away with the chain and ran away, so I'm just assuming she's got it. Yep. Assume she's got it. Then as Ghost Slinger takes her watch, we will call our game for the night. <laughs>